Hi everyone, welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips Podcast with your host, Kelly Dupay. This podcast is filled with easy to understand and easy to apply tips and tools so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. I hope you're excited because today's episode is really going to help you. Here it is. Hey, how you doing today? Got a question for you. Do you know how to keep your marriage pure? Do you realize that there's a lot of things in life that are trying to gradually sneak into your marriage to destroy it? Absolutely. So we're going to look at some of these threats to the purity of your marriage and give you some strategies on how to deal with them. Welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips and Tools Show. Hi, I'm Kelly, pastor, police chaplain, marriage coach, and author of the book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want. This is part of a series I'm doing called The Hidden Marriage Tips from Jesus. You see, Jesus gave us a lot of marriage advice in his teaching. Some of it was very direct as he speaks directly to married couples. Some of it, though, is indirect. So we're going to take his teaching and apply it to having a great marriage. And that's because God wants your marriage to be successful. He wants it to be blessed. He wants it to last the entire lifetime. He wants it to be great. And so when we follow the way, the things in his word, about marriage and apply them to our lives and our marriages, then we know that God's blessing is going to be upon us. Now, what we're looking at is the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5. Those are the blessed are statements that begin the Sermon on the Mount. So in another recording, we looked at blessed are the poor in spirit. We looked at blessed are those who mourn. We looked at blessed are the meek, okay, which really means gentle. Now, meek is one of those, oh, meek, meek means weak. No, it doesn't. It's gentleness and strength. And these are great marriage tips that I think you'll find very, very helpful. Today, we're going to be looking at Matthew 5, 8, which says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. So what is the marriage tip here? It's to keep your marriage pure. Okay, so your marriage started out pure, but maybe there's been some things or there might be some things that could contaminate it, that could damage it, that could destroy it. Hebrews 13, 4 says marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and the sexually immoral. So you may say, hey, Pastor Kelly, um, our marriage didn't start out pure. How can we have it pure now? Well, let me tell you, when you confess your sin, you know what happens? Jesus forgives you. And even though physically or, or in reality, it's, it, it has been contaminated, that contamination can be removed and you can walk in the purity that God has for you. God can give you a second chance. He can give you a no start in purity. And so the challenge for us to be married is to keep our marriage pure. It's not to make our marriage pure, but it's to keep it pure because of what God has for us. And by the way, God isn't trying to keep something from you that is going to bless you, that's going to be good for you. He is wanting to keep you away from things that will hurt and destroy. One of my favorite verses is John 10.10. Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came so that you may have life abundantly. You see, the devil wants to destroy 
your marriage. And absolutely, um, he wants to destroy the intimacy that God wants to bless you with in your marriage, that closeness between you and your spouse, your husband or your wife, the sexual intimacy, the emotional intimacy, the oneness that God wants to create. So the devil wants to destroy that, but God wants to um, restore it and heal it and that you would walk in his best and in the abundant life that he has for you. So if you look up the word pure, one of the definitions is that it is free from contamination and defilement. For example, if you want to have pure gold, what is gold? Pure gold is gold that doesn't have any impurities or dirt in it. If you travel to another country, you want to make sure you're drinking pure or clean water. Pure water or clean water is drinkable and it doesn't have the bugs and parasites contaminating it that can make you sick. Even though you can't see it, it looks clean, but it's not clean. It's full of these microscopic little things that, yeah, believe me, I've had <laughs> that happen to me. So you got to be really careful about the water you drink. You want to make sure it's pure. So here are some of the things that can contaminate your marriage. One is inappropriate intimacy with another person. Really what this is, is allowing yourself to get close to another person other than your husband or wife. This includes a sexual relationship with someone other than your spouse, but it can also include an emotional intimacy with someone. You see, it's not just a sexual affair that's inappropriate, but it's the closeness that you might establish or the emotional intimacy with someone other than your husband or your wife. That is going to contaminate and destroy your marriage. Another thing, though, is anything that can fill your heart and mind with lustful thoughts. What is lust? Lust is de desiring something for your own and selfish and also sinful pleasure. What's wrong with pornography is the fact that you're looking at someone and you're only thinking about using that person's body to gratify your own sexual desires. So now, this could be, by the way, things that seem innocent, like movies or TV shows or videos or books or websites, even some social media posts. But if it's contaminating your heart, if it's putting something in your heart that's causing lustful thoughts and helping, or uh, I'm saying contributing to you struggling with lust, okay, then that is contamination. Now, so it could be innocent things, but it could be also pornography, things that are not innocent at all, and you know you shouldn't be looking at it, but you're doing it anyways. Wrong priorities, though, is another thing that can, can contaminate your marriage. What do I mean by this? Did you know that you are betraying your spouse anytime you allow anything to be more important to you than your husband or your wife. So this could be your job, it could be your hobbies, it could be your friends, it could be anything. Certainly relationships that are inappropriate like we just talked about, but anything that's more important to you than your spouse is a betrayal and that will contaminate your marriage. The fourth thing, the last thing that I think is hugely contaminating is angry and hurtful words. So if your spouse offends you or hurts you or does something wrong that makes you angry, don't lash out in anger and attack them because what is that doing? It is contaminating. It's bringing dirt into your marriage relationship. I had a wife tell me one time in one of my marriage coaching calls, 
I don't know if I can stay married to my husband. The damage is just too great. And what was that damage caused from? Did he cheat on her? No. Was he unfaithful to her? No. What was the damage he was talking about? The hurt that she experienced from his anger. So what can we do about this? I want to give you four suggestions. We got four problems. I want to give you four suggestions. Number one, set boundaries and standards for yourself personally. For example, I have made it a practice never to be alone with someone of the opposite sex. The only person I allow that to happen with is my wife or maybe my daughter or my granddaughter, but obviously it's not inappropriate to be with them. I'm not going to go out to lunch. I'm not going to go have coffee. Um, another thing is don't share personal information or feelings with someone other than your spouse. At work, keep those relationships professional. Now, obviously, if you develop a friendship with a, with a co-worker, yeah, it's okay to have that, but keep it at a surface level, a professional level, okay? And yeah, so don't spend a lot of time with that person, all right? Um, the other thing, another number two, is be careful what you watch or read. Okay, and here is a great suggestion. I didn't make this up. I got this from a guy named Steve Arterburn. And the question is this, gentlemen, is ask yourself, what would my wife think about this? What would my wife think about this? Would she be okay with me looking at this website? Would she be okay with me reading this post that's very sexually explicit? Would she be okay with me watching this movie? I mean, watch it with her. And if she's okay with it, well then, you know, don't worry about it. But be careful what you watch or read and put a guard on it. There are tools that you can put on your phone and on your computer that will keep you from certain websites, okay? Or there's one I heard about it. I'm sorry I don't know the name, but I love this. There is a tool, because a guy uh, told me about it, and he put it on his computer, and anytime he would go to any kind of pornographic website, not only would it not let him do that, it would send an email to a friend of his. Hey, this guy's looking or trying to look at this website. So it would rat you out. <laughs> I just thought that's brilliant. And he voluntarily put that on his computer. Why? Because he was committed to um, the purity that God wanted him to live in. And he was committed to the purity in his marriage, okay? And I did his wedding, and I'm so proud of, of what God is doing in their relationship. All right, number three, prioritize your marriage and keep it the main thing in your life. An easy way to do that is to ask the connection question regularly. In my book, I have a whole chapter on how to do this. The connection question basically is, how's our connection? In other words, how is the strength? How would you rate the strength or the quality or the closeness of your relationship with your spouse. If you say, you know what, we're at a three. Well, that means you need to do something about it because you've let other things be the priority and not your marriage. Um, if you're at a seven or an eight or a 10, awesome, celebrate that. Um, and then, but asking this question regularly will allow you to evaluate how am I managing the priorities in my life. I don't know about you, but next to my relationship with God, okay, and I love Jesus with all my heart, next to that, the most important relationship in my life is my wife, is with my wife. 
So that's how I think you're going to walk in God's blessing. It's when you put your wife or your spouse before anything else other than your relationship with the Lord. Um, Number four, then. Here's my last suggestion for you. Calm down before you confront if your spouse has offended you. You don't want to damage him or her with your words. So take a deep breath. Walk aside. I, I mean, walk, uh, you know, walk away from the conversation. If you're starting to get heated and angry, have a drink of water. It works like magic. Calm down. And then once you're calm, now come back and confront. It is important to confront. And I've got other recordings on how to do this. But let me just tell you that if you want to keep your, um, from contaminating your marriage with anger, learn to calm down before you confront, all right? So if you want to have a great marriage, follow this hidden tip from Jesus. Blessed are the pure in heart, or in other words, blessed are those who keep their marriage pure. If you'd like some help putting this into practice, I would invite you to go to my website, which is turnitup.coach. You can book a call with me, and on this free clarity call, we'll talk about what's working, what's not, where you want your marriage to be, and how to get there. And you'll walk away from that call with a three-step roadmap or a plan that you can implement to move forward and step into the blessings that God has for you and your marriage. You can also order a copy of my book there and check out the other resources that I have. Well, that's it from me today. I pray, well, here's my prayer for you. May God bless you and may God bless your marriage. Thanks for watching this um, episode of the Turn It Up Marriage Tips and Tools Show. That's it for now. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Kelly. And thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. If there's anything else I can do for you, please reach out to me at my website, which is turnitup.coach. There you'll find lots of other free marriage and relationship resources. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review this show so that I can let other people know about it as well. It really, really helps, and I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, see how you review it. So thank you very much in advance for following, rating, and reviewing this podcast. Lastly, I have a free Facebook group called Turn It Up, a group about relationships and marriage, and I'd love to have you join us. So look us up on Facebook and uh, apply to join us, and I'll be glad to accept you. Thanks for listening again. God bless you.